0: Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're back with a bonus episode 213. We're going to build off of yesterday's episode where we explored pricing and talked a little bit about offers. And let me uh, remind you of the story that I left with uh, you yesterday that uh, a friend of mine, uh couple months ago started selling on Poshmark. She listed a very expensive name brand purse and she'd only used it once. It was practically new and she got an offer for it and she accepted even though her gut told her that it was too low of an offer. And afterwards, she told me, you know what, it was just, I felt like it was too low of an offer. I asked her, why did you accept? And she said, well, I felt like I wouldn't be getting any more offers. So we talked about this yesterday. I do encourage you check out 212 on the psychology of offers and why it's very important for you to not just go with the impulse to accept an offer simply because you got one. I know it sounds like common sense, but if you're selling for the first time, it can be a very, very powerful pull that you feel. So let's dive into negotiations and I'm gonna uh, come up with a way for you to really set up some bounds so that if you're doing this for the first time, you're gonna be more disciplined and you're gonna have an actual way to figure out, okay, is this an offer I wanna consider? Am I gonna counter offer it or am I just gonna walk away? So as <laughs> that Kenny Rogers song uh, used to say, you know, know when to hold them, fold them, or walk away. All right, so an offer comes in. Let's consider this on several levels. The original or retail price uh, is what you paid for the item, or what the market value is if you're selling this uh, as a wholes uh, retailer. Maybe you purchased it wholesale. That's what we call above satisfaction, right? If you're able to get. Uh, exactly what you paid for it or you were higher. I, I would call that your above satisfaction level. I mean, that's kind of the, the ideal of ideal worlds. On Poshmark, there's a lot of negotiating going on. So typically, what you list it for, you're going to provide some kind of discount. And this accounts for the fact that the item might be used, or even if it's new, that the person doesn't have an opportunity to try it on, they have to buy it on the uh, trust of the description and, and your information as a seller. Plus, the fact that Poshmark is very seller protective. So, uh, you know, a buyer's not really gonna be able to return that item. And we talked about this in prior episodes. So, the list price that you have it on Poshmark is typically gonna be discounted from the original or market value price. And you'll see that difference. And that's obviously one of the draws that uh, someone looking at your item may be attracted to. We call that, I'll call that the satisfaction level. If someone buys it just at the price that you've listed it for at market, you get maximum satisfaction where you're getting optimal satisfaction. What I think you should do or what I suggest is come up with what I call a zone of agreement. Now there are two uh, parts to this zone of agreement. There's an upper bound and a lower bound. Let's actually start with the lower bound. Think of the lower bound as a floor, a, a price that underneath which anything that comes your way, if it's an offer that comes your way and it's underneath that lower bound, you're just going to decline it. It's not even going to be worth trying to offer and negotiate because the distance is so far between the lower bound and the price that you're selling it for that it's unlikely that you're going to reach a... Uh, a an agreement or you're going to reach a price that is mutually satisfactory. Now, one thing a lower bound is not, and I want to make this very clear, it is not something that you should define or necessarily define as a quote unquote bottom line price. And one thing that does, uh, that is a pet peeve of mine is when people say, what is your bottom line price? Well, my answer to that is what I'm selling it for. Does that mean that I'm not open to negotiation? No, I might be open to negotiation. But if I'm selling it below what I've listed it for, I am giving up a measure of satisfaction in order to sell this item. And so I'll be I'll be getting less than my optimal satisfaction. I'm willing to give that up maybe because I... I you know, it's it's an item that is taking up space, or maybe the value of having those dollars in my account outweighs uh, getting the maximum satisfaction of that value. In other words, the lower bound is simply a floor. Now, if an offer comes in and it's at that lower bound, I may or may not accept it. It really depends on the item. It depends on the circumstances. I may very well decline it or counteroffer it. But the lower bound is simply a floor underneath which you will not accept any offers. An upper bound, come up with an upper bound as well. The upper bound can be pretty close to what you're selling it for. It could be the price that you're selling it for, but it it is typically I think of the upper bound as a price that's underneath my sale price. And I'm giving up a little bit of satisfaction, but getting pretty close to that optimal satisfaction level. In between your upper and lower bound is what we call the zone of agreement. If you're able to reach a price or negotiate a price within the upper and lower bound, that means that you're going to be giving up some satisfaction and the person is uh, typically going to be offering more money. But if you're able to hit, that zone of agreement and come to a price in which you're willing to sell and the person's willing to buy, then both parties will have enough satisfaction. You're gonna be getting uh, pretty close to the mark in terms of uh, an amount of money that you're satisfied with as a seller, and the person is gonna be getting the item for a price that they are willing to pay for. Uh, that zone of agreement may be wider or it could be smaller. So i want to give you an example. Think of it as relative and not absolute. What do I mean by that? So if someone were to say, I'm selling this item and someone offers me $200 less, on the surface, that sounds like a lot of money to discount. So let's take scenario A. You're selling your item for $250 and the person offers 50. That's a $200 discount off of your sale price. That's an 80% discount that I would probably just walk away from. I wouldn't even bother trying to negotiate you know, it's unlikely you're going to get to a zone of agreement. You might, uh, it's up to you, but I would probably decline that. However, scenario B, let's say I list an item for 1250 and the person offers 1050 That's the same discount. It's a $200 discount, but because the amounts are higher, that's only a 16% discount. There, there's some, probably some room to negotiate. I might accept that offer if, you know, If if my measure of satisfaction is high enough so that I can I can take the 16% discount and still walk away with uh, that money in my account, that might be uh, enough of a satisfaction level for me to accept. Or I might want to counter offer. I might want to see if we can bump that up a little bit to get to that zone of agreement. That's your judgment call. And again, I do recommend, go with things like your gut. Go with uh, how long you've had the item, uh, how, what condition is it in. Uh, you know, All of these things should factor in. There's no exact science, it is part art. But consider what you're selling the item for, an upper bound, a lower bound. And from there, you can find what your zone of agreement. At the very least, you'll have a barometer or a measuring stick at which you know that if an offer comes this way, I know I'm just gonna decline it because we're not even close. All right, if you wanna learn more about listing and pricing, check out episode 212. If you wanna check out the write-up for this episode, go to bemovingforward.com and have a great week. Remember, always be moving forward.